Lord God, as we come to you right now, Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity to be able to sit with you and hear your word and be in community and in fellowship and in awe of your presence and what you can do. Father, as we come to you tonight, I just pray that it will be all of you. May your Holy Spirit fall fresh on us right now that we may hear you, any distractions, anything that's not of you, Father, we ask that it bow in the name of Jesus. Lord, less of me, more of you. Have your way. May your will be done. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to Fit Sam Community, where she begs for nothing, believes she can have everything, and she knows for a fact that she's a good thing. Tonight, we are Bible studying, and we're back, okay? So, if you all are not following me on social media, make sure you follow me uh, at Fit Sam Community on Instagram, and if you are live right now, make sure you tap into the podcast, which is live daily and active um it's on apple podcast and spotify you can just type in fit sam community and everything that can bless and fill your life and encourage you and inspire you to get in relationship with the lord and teach you that it's about relationship and not perfection you can find it there at fit sam community so tonight we're gonna dive right in to the word we are bible studying tonight and um, if you were tuned in last week, then you know that we talked about the daughters of Zehibahab, Zehibahab, Lord, I don't even know how to pronounce it, I, Zalophahad, and the Zalophahad daughter were, daughters were very, very like, was the word not anxious they but they just wanted to know more of the inheritance if their father passes away why was the the inheritance of the land of the property of the goods with the wealth of the riches why was it not passed down to them so they went to the lord and they asked the lord and the lord commanded moses to change the law for good and they taught us that from inheritance to inheritance from generation to generation it teaches us how it will be passed on from then to now. So because of them, they were able to change a law that we are now benefiting from. Oh, we can we get an amen because of them. We now know that if it if our family has something like property, land, wealth, like as you know, like if somebody passes away in their will, they talk about where to distribute the things and because of the daughters of Zalophahad, because of that, like we are benefiting, we are able to carry on the legacy and the generation and the inheritance of which they have set for us. So we want to thank the daughters for allowing their braveness, like if that's even a word, like being able to allow them to be brave enough to go to the throne of the Lord, so humble asking questions and because of their good question it was in alignment with what the lord had in store for them so tonight we're gonna talk about the story of deborah mm-hmm. for all those that are online you can see the illustration we have deborah and then we have a beautiful painting of 
the water, the sea, the clouds look so beautiful and full, so close to the water. The water is a little dark. It goes from dark to light to dark. And we are reading out of the Good and Beautiful Bible Study, experiencing stories from the Bible and what it means in our lives today. This book has definitely changed my life so it's it's a great thing um and the word is coming from judges um so let's dive right in all right the story of deborah so how this bible study goes for those that maybe this is your first time tuning in um in this story we're gonna read the word ourselves i'm going to understand it and break it down for you all in the new international version just breaking it down how the lord how how the lord is speaking to us as his people as his children and then we're gonna come to the book and then we're gonna understand the outline of the story so get more of a clear picture in our head from what the word is saying to breaking it down for us to understand it that's a beautiful thing that's why this book is so beautiful because it helps us understand understand the word and again i want to say fit sam community is all about being in relationship all about it relationship with the father not perfection fun fact the lord chooses the sinners he chooses the imperfect ones because he knows once he get us to where he want us to be, the obedience and the humility and the love that we're going to have for him and his people around us. So as a brave prophet, Deborah guides the people of Israel from the front line of the battle to the end of their suffering. Yes, Lord. Already. Already. You can hear the promise in this. The story of Deborah. You can hear the promise of what she already did for us. As a brave prophet. Prophet is somebody that speaks life into existence over your life. A prophet. Not everybody's a prophet. But the ones that are prophets will lead the Israel relieve Israel from the battlefield and end their suffering. Holy Spirit, have your way. Less of me, more of you. God, you know, I need this lesson as well. I need this teaching as well. So let me not think that I have to be perfect in this moment, Lord. You know the desires of my heart and you know the position that I'm in right now. Father, anyone that's under the sound of my voice tonight, may they be blessed. May they have understanding. May they have wisdom. May they have discernment. May they hear what it is that you're speaking. The midst of chaos, Father. May they hear this small, still voice that pinpoints what needs to stick. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Judges 4. All right, so if you're reading out of the NIV, Judges 4 is on page 352, okay? And we're going to go to verse 24. 
okay so what i'm thinking we're possibly going to read the whole thing but we're going to keep point verse 24 it says and the hand of the israelites pressed harder and harder against jabin king of canaan until they destroyed him so of canaan that's the opposite of us as Israel, Israelites. And I was telling you all in the beginning of the podcast when we started this Bible study together that look up what does it mean to be an Israelite and a Gentile and what is the Canaanites? Like we talked about the Canaanites in this book as well and the promise that was set because of one obedient servant. So I'm going to read that again. On, nope, sorry. Let me make sure I'm finding all oh, four and twenty-four. Okay, so that was that was the word, but I'm thinking, y'all, that we have to go to. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Give me a second. Okay. Yes, we were right. So the third, third party, third period, Barbara. Okay. So four and twenty-four. Yes, we were right. And the hands, the hand of the Israelites pressed harder and harder against Jabin king of Canaan until they destroyed him. So something was pressing him until they destroyed him. Think about it. The word pressing harder and harder against the Jabin king of the canine, canine until they destroyed him. Think about life. Think about situations that we go through. Things would press us harder and harder until it destroys us. But that's where we have control to go in the presence of the Lord. And if your day or your months or your years has been anything like mine, you would understand that life comes in seasons and life happens unexpectedly. So in the times that we're being pressed and tried, we have to understand that in those moments, we can find peace and comfort and redemption and we, we can go to our refuge. We can go to the one that is waiting on us with his arms open wide. We can go to him. We can lay it at his altar. Mm, it's just so beautiful to hear what the Lord can do. Very beautiful to hear what the Lord can do and what is he's getting ready to reveal right now. Um, all right. It says, the story picks up in a time where the people of Israel forego their commitment to live in step with God, choosing their straying path, evil over love, selfishness instead of mercy, leads them to suffer under the oppression rule of King Jabin and his commander, Sarah. In this time comes the prophet and leader, Deborah. Deborah's role in her community was to speak wisdom into situations of injustice. Wow. 
Day after day, she sat under a large palm tree and tend to men and women seeking wisdom and sound just judgment. One day, Deborah summons the military commander, Bart, replying, relying, relaying God's message to prepare for the battle and to gather the troops. It was time for the people to break free and fight the Sarah, the Sarah's army. The enormity of the situation overwhelmed Barks until he trusts until he trusts Deborah. He wants her to go with him and rely and relay the truths. If you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. So he wants some comfort. He wants some assurance. Because if someone's telling you to do something, you know, you gotta I feel like if someone's telling you to do something, can they do it for themselves? That's how we have that's how we look at it nowadays. So this person tells me to go to the store. Can I go to the store? Can you go to the store by yourself? You know? So it says, Deborah bravely says she will she will, but also calls out Bark's wavering spirit and responds with a prophetic promise. It won't be him, but the hands of a woman who will defeat. Oh, it won't be <laughs> it is so much promise in the bible for us to like get it together you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna read that again the enormity of the situation overwhelms bark until he trusts deborah he wants her to go with him to relay to rally the troops he's telling deborah right here if you go with me i will go but if you don't go with me, I won't go. Deborah bravely says yes. So we know right now that Deborah is a woman, okay? So Deborah bravely says yes, she will. But she also calls out Bart's wavering spirit and res- wa- wavering, yep, wavering is like weary maybe or scary in this in this sense. Wavering spirit and responds with a prophetic promise. When we just talked about a prophet, what is a prophet? Someone that speaks life into situations. So if you speak something, that means it's getting ready to happen. The Lord says in the Bible that he will, he will, he will lay his spirit on all flesh when the time is near. So think, think about a prophetic promise. So something that is going to happen. Okay. It won't be him, but the hands of a woman who will defeat Sarah. Hearing that is like, wow, Lord. Think about back in the, not even back in the day, but in the beginning. The Lord made Adam, right? But he did not, he was not done. He gave Adam a helper. He gave Adam a helper. And that helper came out of his womb. That's where us as flesh, as womb man, we come together. We have a womb. I'm sorry. He he took the woman out of his rib, gave her a womb, and called her womb man. Now, she is the one that can bear a child. She is the one that can give birth. She is the one that has life. All my ladies, like you have life inside of us. You have so much power so much power back on track sam because 
we could preach or we could Bible study, okay? Bark and Deborah began to gather a large army to wage battle from the flourishing of their people. Word got back to Sarah that they are preparing for a battle. So Sarah gathered 900 iron um, chariots, chariots, okay? Thank you, Holy Spirit. 900 chariots. So I guess those, and back in the day, those were like swords or rocks or something dangerous because if you're gathering 900 or maybe people let's keep reading deborah strategically tells bark to get ready knowing that by the grace of god this opposition english this opposistive operative 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 boom operative army will lead themselves right where bark needs them she is full of assured confidence in god telling bark go this is the day the lord has given sarah in your hands in your hands has not the lord gone ahead of you (sighs) let's breathe for a second Let's think about the worst situation that's happening in your life right now. Even I'm going to think about it. Let's think about it. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to put that in God's hand. Because the Lord already knows what's coming. The Lord already knows what's to be. He's the one that knows the future. He's the one that plans our life. So in this situation, she's so confident telling Bark, go. Because the Lord is ahead of you. We got to trust the Lord. We got to trust the Lord. And that's exactly what happened. The armies of Israel was given prime opportunity to strike. So we are Israelites. So the Israel Israelite people were given the opportunity to strike, to win, to face this opposition, to go head on. Because the Lord was ahead of us. Hello. Victory is theirs. Victory is theirs. When you stress about a situation or when you try to put your own input into a situation, that's when you find oppression. But when you give it to the Lord, the Lord will show you. Because you are his child. He will show you that victory is yours. No soldier from Sarai army was spared. And Sarai himself flees, running for his life and taking shield within the tent of one of his nation's allies, Mm. Heber and his wife, Jael, Jabel, Jael. You sound like I tell you, in the Bible, when they was doing these words, hey, I think they was thinking about me, but they weren't thinking about people like me who don't know how to pronounce it very well. The wife welcomes him and, and agrees not to alert anyone. The night Sarai falls asleep and seeing an opportunity, Jael kills him by, wow, driving a tent pig through his temple. Wow, so the wife even stabbed. Wow, so the wife of Herber killed the person that the Israel's Israelites were supposed to kill. So that, that Deborah and Bark were supposed to kill. Someone else did it. Wow. Okay. Wow. Thus she fulfills Deborah's prophecy to Bark. A woman will kill. 
so powerful because she says, go with confidence, go. And she tells him, she prophesies and says, a woman will kill him. He went to the person house that he thought had his back. He went to the person house that he thought he could hide to, hide with. But the wife, the wife killed him. Killed, killed, killed the person that Deborah and Bart was going after. That Deborah was so confident to tell Bart, hey, go. Like, go. The Lord got us. Wow. Deborah and Bart celebrate. A joyful song is sang to usher in 40 years of peace in the land and is enhanced in the history as one of the oldest written ex- experts of scripture. Wow. Like Deborah, we too are invited to people to be people of bravery, even admit instrument in abnormous odds, so things that we are unsure about. She had even reason to have doubts whether it was the 900 iron chariots lying before her, having to deal with the instant calls among her people, or needing to gather command over numerous men in power. But instead of fear, Deborah amplifies the complete opposite. She executes confidence and authority as she boldly listens to God, wailing her courage to free her people. Wailing her courage to free her people. Trusting in the Lord. We are reminded of many leaders of civil rights movement rooted in these qualities. Like Frankie Lou as a devoted faith leader and black woman in the 1960s South. Frankie Lou Hammer was a part of the marginalized community living under oppressive and racist, racist system and structure. Though she was threatened, arrested, and subject to violence, and it never deterred before her, her her life work, she was brave, continuously putting her body on the line with civil rights and disobedience to expose inequities and inequalities. When dare time call for bravery, how do we respond? God does not leave us, even when we are most afraid. We can trust that the spirit will empower us in truth and righteousness when we need to be brave. Brock waved to rally the troops and Deborah was there, ready trusting God and so was jail. Wow, wow, wow. This is this is very interesting because they compared they really compared um, someone from back in the day from the civil rights movement a powerful faithful leader that me personally I think I've heard of her name but you know it's so much it's so much to be grateful for because there's people in the past that has bravely step forward on our behalf it's people in the past that put their life on the line for us to hear about it but all they were doing were being obedient to to god's word these were faithful leaders 
Are you a faithful leader? Do you think you have what it takes to lead? If your answer is anything other than yes, I just need you to give it to God, the worry, the doubt, whatever it is that is making you feel insecure that you don't have what it takes, trauma, whatever it is, give it to him. Because we are all, we are faithful leaders. We are really faithful leaders and that's who we are called to be and that's who we are we're meant to be faithful leaders. Wow. So I'm going to pick up where it says, when there's times call for bravery, how do we respond? But before that, they said, though she was treated, she was threatened, arrested, and subject to violence, it never deterred her from her life's work. So she knows she was on mission. She knew it. She was brave, continuing to put her body in the line of civil acts of disobedience to expo expose iniquities and inequalities, inequalities. So she was trying to, not trying, but she was putting in action like what she stood for. Her work, her life's work. Like that's what she was doing the whole time. Her life's work. And it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful because of her life's work. We're here to read about her. Her bravery. And potentially take on that same bravery. Take on that same courage. That, that same strength. Like. Wow. When their times call for bravery, how do we respond? God does not leave us, even when we are most afraid. Hmm. Let that sit with you for a second. God does not leave us, even when we are most afraid. God does not leave us, even when we are most afraid. Wow, that's a word to write down because think about it. Deborah confidently told Bart, go. Do you not know that God is ahead of you? So God already knows what's coming next. He already know that the person house he was getting ready to go to, his wife was going to run through the house and kill him. Kill the person that... That, that that Deborah and Bark was on assignment to go after. So this other person put armies and, and all these things into play for Deborah them to not have to do anything. So let's think about that with today in life. Something may be shaking you up. Something may be very hard for you right now. You may think you're at the end of the road. You, you may think so. But this is a promise to you right now that the Lord is already ahead of you. How confident are you to believe that? To believe he's working it out for you. How confident are you? How confident are you? Wow. God does not leave us even 
when we are most afraid. Write that one down. You're going to need it again one day in life. Just a reminder. We can trust that the Spirit will empower us in truth and righteousness when we need to be brave. Bark waved to rally the truth, but Deborah was there, ready, trusting God, and also was Jill. So Jill was already a part of trusting the Lord. She already knew the assignment. She already knew it. She already knew it. Wow. Wow. Jill welcomed him and agreed not to alert anyone. And she said, I ain't gonna let nobody know you're here. That night, Sarah falls asleep and sees an opportunity. Jill kills him by driving a tent pig through his temple. Thus, she fulfills Deborah's prophecy to Bart, a woman. A woman's hand will kill Sarah. Wow. And then it goes to tell us how God does not leave us, even when we are most afraid. Bark was afraid, but Deborah knew God was there. Apply that to life, to your life. I'm going to apply it to mine. Wow. Bark waved to rally the truth, but Deborah was there, ready, trusting God, and so was Jill. Contracts, barks, bark with Deborah confidence. So it was a contract, like bark was not very confident, Deborah was. As she commanded to bark, she said, has not the Lord gone before you? Hmm. Such a radical question. Reveal her assurance in God. And she gets to experience the assuranceness full, realized in victory. When we choose fear, we miss out on opportunities in life. We shrink to diminish below what God intended for us. But when we choose bravery, we get to live in step with God and experience the fullness that life has to offer what is stirring your soul spurring spinning what is stirring your soul splunging you on splunging you to act bravely so what is stopping you from acting bravely be brave Perhaps it will lead to wondrous course. Wow. It goes back to the picture, y'all. The picture in the beginning of the story with the water. It's still one moment, then you have waves. It's still one moment, then you have waves. You may have a really bad um, water raft. But it's still one moment and you have waves. And in those still moments is where we can understand what's going on. We can catch ourselves. We can find that balance. We can possibly find our way back to shore. And only through the Lord is where we will find those still moments. 
because in the Bible it talks about having trouble in the world, but his promise behind it. He said, don't worry, I have overcome the world. We have to trust in the Lord at all times. At all times. Whatever you're going through after tonight, give it to him. He's already listening. He's already ahead of the game. Let's reflect. Sit up straight. If you're in the car, sit up straight. Roll your shoulders back. If you're in the bed, position yourself to sit up straight. Take a deep breath. Use the art element on the previous page and take a moment to reflect on the story. In the midst of chaos and suffering, worldly suffering, the Lord is here. We have to trust him. We have to. I really love this story. We really have to trust him. And we have to have confidence. And we have to be brave. You know? Invite the Lord to speak. Just take a moment right now and just pause. And think about that situation that is spinning on your heart and in your soul. That's stopping you from being brave. And invite the Lord to speak his promise into you. Let's breathe for 60 seconds. Let the Lord speak. Where are you invited to be brave? These are questions that I want you to reflect on. Where are you invited to be brave? How can you raise to God's call for bravery? How can you? For some of us, for me, myself, it's going to be trust. For some, it might be action. For some, it may be stillness. What stirs your soul and makes you sing? How can it help you live bravely? What stirs your soul and makes you sing? How can it help you live bravely? Mm-hmm.
How can we yield our courage from God to bring freedom to ourselves and others? How can we yield our courage from God to bring freedom to ourselves? Oh, I'm just hearing the word trust and all those questions. My answer is trust, trusting you, Lord, truly trusting you, truly trusting you. I'm going to invite you to, if you have not given your life to Christ or accept the Lord Jesus as your Savior to do so. This is a great moment to do so. Trusting and giving him full control over your life and being confident in knowing that he set you here on purpose, not to harm you, but to prosper you. We are his children. He's not going to let us go now. He tells us to not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds and Tonight is that night. Tonight is that night. I'm going to pray us out. We're going to go into this night and the next day with a new mind, with a new heart, with a new confidence, with a new braveness, a new relationship, a new trust in the Lord. Our God Almighty, the one that sits on the highest throne, the only throne. You alone, God, are my strength. Each step with you, my soul is stirred and my heart sings. Grant me bravery when I am faced with hardship. And may I join in the divine melody of life. Jesus.